Welcome, friends, to the holiday episode of Smitten with Smut. I'm Steph. And I'm Noelle. And we hope you're ready to have yourself a smutty little Christmas. <laughs> yes. Couldn't resist. Uh, we read a short story called Stealing Christmas by Alexa Riley. Oh, boy. Oh, boy is right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Steph, why don't you tell us what we're drinking, and then I will dive into a synopsis. You got it. So first off, um, we have another virgin. Another virgin. So, of course, we have to start out with the um, a cherry shot. Not the pop my cherry shot that you might have heard in earlier episodes, but we're just straight up doing a shot of Bailey's chocolate cherry. Cheers. Cheers. Not bad. It's not bad. It's like, like if you filled a chocolate with cough syrup. No, exactly. it's like no, it was it kind of is a little bit. But it's did you better ever have those that. chocolate colored covered cherries like when you were a kid? Yeah, that is exactly what it tastes like. It's like um almost like the cherry syrup. Mm-hmm. Cough syrup. It's smooth. It's delightful. You know, it's, it's better than the pop my cherry. <laughs> There's not much that's not better than that. No, but our main drink for the evening, this is, uh, I look forward to every year, hot chocolate, and especially boozy hot chocolate. So I made us a hot chocolate mix from the um, Smitten Kitchen recipe for decadent hot chocolate. It's my fave. And uh, we added to that a shot each of Rumpelmann's. Uh, German peppermint liqueur, super strong, and also a shot of um, marshmallow vodka. Yes. It's garnished with a marshmallow and a candy cane. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. It's Christmas. And it's really lovely, and it's um, decadent and rich and delicious. It's just it's, it's just what the doctor ordered. It's holiday spirits. It's it. <laughs> what? Okay, so basically... This book is about uh, two main characters, Nicholas Light and Christmas Winter. Yep, that's her name. That is her name. You didn't mishear me. She's Christmas Winter. Nicholas Light is a mall tycoon. He's the heir of the, to the throne of a mall empire yes. um, in America. Um, and Christmas Winter works at one of those malls. Her official position is event planner, but she uh, is dressed as an elf um, for, you know, the, the day that we know her. It's a very short little uh, vignette story. In any case, so she's, she works at the mall. She loves her job um, talking to children and helping with Santa and all that fun stuff. And um, she is summoned to Nicholas Light's house, mansion, in the woods, castle. It's a woods mansion. It's a woods mansion for, for Christmas, for a Christmas Eve party. Yes. She's, she, she's told to dress as her elf outfit. Um, and, she, and the boss is just like, just go do whatever he wants because they're about to close this mall. We need to make him, make him know that the mall needs to stay open. And so Christmas winter, because her whole life is dressing as an elf in the mall, um, goes to the party, and um, no one else is dressed in costume at this party, so she's feeling a little bit uh, weird, but she quickly makes <laughs> friends with a child, and um, I don't of know, course. helps him with the buffet or whatever, 
And then uh, reaches some ham for him. Reaches some ham for him. What you do at a fancy party when there's the one lone kid there, I guess. Some creepo tries to like kiss her under the mistletoe. Nicholas steals her away, drags her up to the office, and he's just like, oh, by the way, I threw this party. I wanted you to come. Thank you for coming. And she's just like, oh, thank you for pulling me into this office. We find out from Nicholas that he has been watching her via the mall security cameras in his house. Because he doesn't leave his house. He just hangs out there. He's a recluse. (laughs) He's an agoraphobic mall tycoon. Yeah. Which is like, I get that. If you've grown up in malls. I wouldn't want to go outside either of all you saw was malls. I never want to like see another person if I spent any (laughs) amount of time in a crowded mall as a child. And so like, okay, I get that. Mall tycoon agoraphobe. He's, so he pulls her up to the room and they have this sort of sexual tension and she doesn't quite get it because she's naive and stupid. And but, young. And very young. But, but he's basically lured her to his house. He tells her at one point, you can't leave. The roads are too bad. And she's like, there's like a hundred people downstairs. Are they all staying too? And he's like, no, I don't care about them. Okay, so this wasn't creepy to her. He fixes a bed for her. She stays the night. She um, sneaks into his room in the morning. They have, like, a little bit of chemistry again. Um, He... Well, do we want to talk now about what happens in that scene or later? I was on the fence. I couldn't... I'm having a hard time breaking this book down into a digestible... Thing. Right, it's difficult because it was a short story. It was about it was, like, six, it was about sixty pages or so. There's legitimately nothing that happens. Yeah, so, so it's hard to like say like less. Yeah, the summary in a nutshell is rich mall tycoon lures Christmas elf orphan to his home. They fuck. He proposes. End of story. End of story. But anyway, what happens in that scene is they make out, and then he yells, "I didn't know it was you!" and and then she's very confused by this. Yeah, Because it doesn't make any damn sense. Right. She's kind of a little wounded because she just put the moves on this guy and he seemingly thought it was someone else. And, and so it was, that's, that's got to hurt the ego. Sure. She goes to make pancakes. Naturally, that's what you do in that scenario. And she sees uh, this woman coming up to the house who's like, you know, the opposite of her. She looks like kind of like, you know, the dark bitch villain. Yeah. Um, in, you know, any... Selma Blair would play her. Absolutely. Yeah. That would be Selma Blair to a T. She's dressed nice. It's Christmas morning and she's coming up to the house. She must be who he thought it was, right? No, wrong. She's trying to put the moves on him too. Nicholas Light is like, I don't want you, bitch. You're the worst. Okay. So then she leaves and, <laughs> and then Christmas winter is like, all right, I'm going to get that D. They fuck. They like have a, a really, really graphic sex scene. Um, they have a romp. They have a romp. Then he proposes to her. Uh-huh. He puts a ring on it right after she orgasms. Immediately. Which, yeah, immediately. And so then, so then he explains Very to coercive. her. Hold on, hold on. I have been watching you. This is like I've been really longing for you for like weeks now. So we're destiny. I want you to bear my air. Here's the deal. And she's like, oh, all right, cool. 
Hashtag bear my air. <laughs> Hashtag bear my air. Faux show. So then she's like, all right. <sighs> then they do it. They do it again. Epilogue happens. They had a baby, obviously. What's baby's that baby's name? name? Baby's name is Noel. Yeah, it is. God damn it. God damn it. I hated uh, these two characters so much. I hate the epilogue baby. Well, I that was epilogue one. Yeah, there's another epilogue to epilogue this book. Epilogue two. I, I'm sorry. Not e- only, even Harry Potter only had one epilogue. Because <laughs> like, that's all that you get. Epilogue means after it's over. Why are there two little mini stories after it's over? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, so like epilogue even- two is like 10 years later. They're having another castle party. He finds her and he pulls her into the office to like bring back old times. Um, she's not wearing any panties. There's some weird tension that Stephanie and I couldn't read. We'll dig yeah, into that later. Surrounding that. And that's the end. End of book. Of the book. Ten years later, they have some kids still throwing castle parties on Christmas. Yep. And that's that's what it is. Okay, so like rich okay. recluse, mall tycoon, lures, um, curvy elf orphan into his house. She's an orphan. I think we mentioned that. Yeah. Into his home, tries to room her with capital R room. Like the Brie Larson film. Yes, thank you. Turns out she's into it. They have kids. Name them after me. It works for them. After, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow this exists in a world in which they've already heard Smitten with Smut. <laughs> Wrap your mind around it. <laughs> and come back to me once you've had another boozy hot chocolate. Oh my God, so much. Hmm. Ah, where do we begin? Where do we begin? Oh, there's so many nuggets in there. First should of we, all... Should we begin with the character of... Nicholas Light or yeah. Christmas Winter? Uh, I, I was kind of leaning towards Christmas Winter, but if you okay. want to Nicholas no, Light. Let's start with Christmas Winter. We know next um, to nothing about this bitch. Well, it is Christmas Winter, not Christmas Snow from Three's Company, nor Dr. Christmas Jones, the nuclear physicist from the James Bond movie. This woman has a mother <laughs> who named her Christmas and then, and then died. Yeah. What a worst, like a worst case scenario. Yeah. So all that we really know about Christmas is that uh, her mother died um, somewhat recently after a long illness. Um, she never knew her father. So she's kind of, she's alone. She's, she goes to the party thankful that she's not spending Christmas alone. Because it's her favorite holiday, obviously. obviously. She just can't escape it. She can't, well. And she's addicted to cookies. She does love her some cookies. She does love her some cookies. It's yeah. like the first line of the book. Yeah, she likes the cookies. Um, we picked this book actually because the gal on the cover is I'm a curvy woman. Cover. Yeah, the cover is gorgeous. Because mm-hmm. we judge books by their covers. I mean, yeah. I mean, eventually I judge it by the inside, and it's awful too. So <laughs> I'm not. But at least the cover is nice. But yeah, so this woman is like dressed in this kind of like cutesy little like Santa negligee. Mm-hmm. With like, mega cleavage. Oh yeah, it's boobs spilling over. Like mm-hmm. she, it's ill-fitting, in fact. They're well lit as well. They are. It looks like a spotlight right on the chest. Yeah. So, okay, Christmas winter. That's what's happening with her. She works at the mall. She's an event coordinator. She has, like, keys to an office. She has bamboozled yeah. this mall into thinking 
that that she actually deserves a job year-round for being an elf. Right. Like, I'm sorry, what are the other events She manages the Santa, well, and the Easter Bunny. Because malls have those, apparently. Okay. Um, It does seem like... And that seems to be about it. She... Well, there's there's that guy at the party who's trying to mack on her um, using the guise of mistletoe, a.k.a. rape twig. <laughs> Hashtag a.k.a. Rape twig. some holly jolly harassment. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Let's like let's just let's just digress into mistletoe. Uh, who made this up? Where did that start? I don't know. I'm Where, not I I'm not knowledgeable. And I don't care to be origin. Ooh. <coughs> I just got like a genealogy. Like a like a language tree started as Germanic and then it came from Old English and English. So like you have Latin names and that kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Eh. We. Eh. I don't know where. Why do we kiss under the mistletoe? Askhistory.com. Hmm. Oh man, it's gonna be a video. No, it's too much. Dear listener, tell us why. Yeah, give us comments for Christ's sake. We want them on the blog. <laughs> But mistletoe, I just, it needs to get out. It needs to get out. No one thinks that the little headband with the mistletoe, or worse, a belt with mistletoe on it. No one thinks that's remotely cute or charming. I mean, like, if I want to kiss someone, I will find another reason to kiss them. I don't need a plant to tell me what to do. (laughs) You know, like, if if I had a crush on a guy and I was like, there's mistletoe, and he wasn't into it, he'd be like, this is really stupid. I'm not going to kiss you. Yeah. It's not going to be actual real chemistry. Yeah. He's not going to abide by the social contract of the plant. I mean, maybe he will, but like, what did you really gain? What did you gain? Gain. Like, coerced mistletoe kissing. Not okay. Anyway. Just say no. To the toe. Yeah. <laughs> A PSA from Smitten with Smut. <laughs> but the, the guy is, um, the guy who's creepy with her at the party offers her champagne and she says, oh no, I'm too young. So I'm thinking, is she even legal? Is this like her high school job? Right. Mall elf. But because she's a key holder, I mean, she's probably like 18 or 19. It's got to be at least 18 or 19, but still. Okay. So like curvy little orphan teenager gets Mm -hmm. lured into the mall tycoon's castle, tries to room her. She's into it. It's getting weirder and weirder. even, Even her boss, who sends her to the party, not knowing at all what she is being asked to do. Her boss is just like... I, I don't know what they want you there for, but they want you to be there and they want you in the elf costume. So go save them all, okay? Yeah, it's like pretty, um, like it seems pretty exploitative. Like it seems like... <laughs> it really does. And boss even says, oh, see, you're innocent. Like the, her boss is actually telling her, go fuck this billionaire so that the mall can stay open. Yeah, and it seems... He has an elf fetish, good luck. He's into it, so... Mm-mm. Um... <laughs> It's like she's sending her into the eyes wide shut party without knowing. Like she's legit Tom Cruise at this point, only not. We know this girl is lonely. Um, she's all up for the idea of lots of babies. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, she just wants lots of babies. She wants lots of babies because she can only relate to children. She's at the party. She just wants babies to keep her. She company. looks around. She's like, oh, there's a child. I'll go talk to him. Yeah, that part was weird for me because I was just like. Okay, like, but you, you, you obviously can tell that there are no other children at this party. Like, you, you gotta know at this point you are not invited to entertain 
the children no. in mass. So you just found the one and you decided to be friends with it. Yep. <laughs> just just rolling with your homies, the first graders. Yeah, and like so she's like, you know, she's like a woman with her cleavage spilling out of her elf costume. <laughs> she gets getting the kid. I think she's like not a girl, ham. not yet a woman. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brittany knew. Um, you know, she's like she's getting the kid some ham. She's like making a <laughs> conversation with him. To be but, clear, she's not going ham. She's getting ham. She's getting ham for him. You can't reach anything <laughs> on the buffet. There was mention. Like, I'll make a plate. We'll sit over here by the tree where it's safe from all the creepos. Right. So it's like, you look like you're one of those strangers at the park luring a child into your van. Yeah, ham. I'm thinking. And, and this kid, she's like, the kid looks concerned. He's freaking out because it's Christmas Eve. And he's like, oh, my God, Santa's going to miss my fucking house. I'm here at this party that my parents made me come to. I told them we shouldn't be here. <laughs> Because I've got to go to bed early. I've got to go to bed early. That's the deal. Get my presents. I ask for one thing. You did. This kid. Yeah. So that kid. And his parents have just like run off and abandoned him to this like woman child dressed in an elf elf. costume. This busty elf. (laughs) Busty the elf. Right. I think like (laughs) at one point the mom comes back and she like mouths thank you to the elf. And I'm just like, you're not even going to give her a tip. Like, she just, like, saved your child from being kidnapped. She's, she's working the Woods Mansion party. She probably yeah. doesn't need a tip. That's true. I mean, yeah. one can assume one can she's assume. taken care of. Yeah. 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 So. Mom needed a night off. I get it. Yeah, like, five years ago, I would have been, like, pretty sketched out thinking, like, my kid's being talked to by this, like, busty elf who I don't know at a party. And, like, today, I don't even have a kid, like... But I'm kind of like, I get it. I'd want some time away from them. Yeah, it's reasonable. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm, I think, I think I've mellowed in my 30s. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. But so I, think, I think we've reached the end of what we know about Christmas winter. Everything we know about Christmas winter. Here's <sighs> Nicholas Light. Ha! What a Where to begin? Bag. Where to begin? Oh my God, he's the absolute worst. He is an awful person. He's a weirdo with no social skills. And it's like here he is, this this rich guy who lives up in the up in the house in the castle in the mountain, in the castle in the mountain. And there's rumors that he never comes out of his house, and no one ever goes in. I'm like, who is this Willy Wonka? There's not nearly enough chocolate for this. And yeah. Then golden ticket goes straight to our girl Christmas. Yeah, it's it's like bizarre. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't understand it. Like, he just never leaves his woods mansion. No. It's bizarre. And then he's like, he, but he really wants an heir. All right, dude, get on Tinder first before you go luring a woman to your what? house. Like, well, join his, a young professional society. His first thought, though, was just like to arrange something with, you know, with a, a rival business. Oh, yeah. And merge them like he's merge. a royal in the 17th century. Yeah, it was like hard to follow there. This was what Courtney was all about, the woman who approached the house who was just like the, you know, brunette bitch villain. Yeah. She's the woman who's like Only the blondes daughter. Only blondes are nice. I'm sorry? Only blondes are nice. I don't know if you've No, yeah, been blondes aware of that. are nice. They're clean. They're, yeah. They're loving and mothering. No, brunettes are business. Ice queens. Ice queens. Anyway, so 
And redheads are eccentric. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we know. So, okay. That's what we know from books. That's what we know. Okay. So, all right. So she's like, she, this woman, Courtney, is like a, a business associate's daughter who's probably around Nicholas's age. And at some point, they had suggested that they get married and make and like merge the family businesses, which feels ah, like outdated. Like, does she yeah. come with goats? Like, I'm just like <laughs> concerned that like she's what, a good woman with 15 goats. What, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, what? What is happening? So Where are you? Many children. Yeah. Hashtag bear that air. <laughs> Hashtag bear that air. So. It's just like a, it's a bizarre scenario that this is even the conflict of the book is that he wants an heir, but he doesn't want to like because meet people. Because his father told him on his deathbed, nothing like a deathbed guilt trip, right? Mm-hmm. Dad's like, if there's, if you don't have an heir, then this was all for nothing. I mean, he's and it's a like, point. good job, dad. You only made one kid. Come on. Yeah. It's all to me. This that feels bullshit. like a lot of eggs for one basket. If you, if you're a, a billionaire. And you're like, I need to pass this on to a child. Wouldn't you maybe have more than one? I might go for five. There you go. With different wives. Three (laughs) with the first, one with the second, one with the third. Oh, my. (laughs) That would be my strategy. So, anyway, Bear My Air is is the name of the game. Okay, so that's Nicholas Light. He's, so he, he, well, he, he traps her in the house. He wants to kidnap her. He's like, he that's just, part of his game. This is what doesn't make sense about him. He, has, he doesn't leave his house. He has no social skills. Somehow he's amassed all this fortune. He is not, he's such an ass to people. Like to everyone who's not Christmas winter. He's shitty. He's exceedingly rude to Like he hosts this party. He just has open contempt for everyone who comes to the party except for Christmas her. Winter. Except for Christmas winter. We have to say her full name. <laughs> <laughs> because otherwise you might think we're talking about the holiday. Right. Oftentimes she did in the book. Oftentimes. You'd be like, all of this is for Christmas when he was like addressing the party. And she was just like, it almost sounded like he was talking about me. <gasps> oh. Yeah, he was. <laughs> Christmas, winter. Get with it. Anyway, girl. so. Yeah, he's but, a rude bastard. And she's into it. Did you notice she like giggles when he's mean to people? She didn't care. She didn't even care. There's someone, he's at this party and someone's trying to get his attention. Because he never talks to anybody. Mm-hmm. Probably just to thank him for throwing the damn fiesta. Sure. I mean, and then what he says is, it's a fly buzzing in my ear and I use my free hand to swat away his existence. It's dismissive and probably rude, but again, I don't care. He doesn't even know if it's rude. He says it's probably rude. Yeah, it's he's like... He's <sighs> undeniably rude, sir. He's not well socialized. No, he's, he's just... Maybe this is like... I think he hasn't left the Woods Mansion nearly enough because there's some other problematic things as well. Shall I go on? Yeah. Okay. So when... So on the the Christmas Eve night... No, sorry. Well, Christmas Eve night, she goes into her room, he goes into his, takes a shower, jerks off thinking about her. Mm -hmm. That's okay. Yeah. (laughs) And, and through his raging orgasm, uh, he whispers, Christmas, <laughs> <laughs> which isn't weird at all. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but then he goes into her room and she's asleep and he kisses her on the mouth when she's asleep. Yeah. Not okay. 
And then she goes into his room in the morning. Again, these two don't have any boundaries. They're fucking perfect for each other. Yeah. She does the same thing. She's 19-year-old like, busty orphan elf. Yeah. Wanders into Mall Tycoon's bedroom in the morning uh-huh. in her silk nightie. Yeah. Gets in bed with him. But And then he, like, grabs her, starts kissing her, and then, like, wakes up and does this whole... I didn't know it was you. And she's like, what the fuck does that mean? And he doesn't even correct it no. at the time. No, he actually like kind of like darted to the other side of the room. And she was just like, all of a sudden he was at the other side of the room. And I was like, fuck another vampire. <laughs> <laughs> like he just, he's so weird. You know, he's just this like sort of like, <laughs> he's unpredictable. <laughs> he's unpredictable. But, and he, yeah, it takes way too long for him to clear up and just say like, I was dreaming and it took me a minute to realize that this was happening in life and not in the dream. But, like, his dick was out of his pants. He was ready to fuck her. He was ready to get, a, without, get one in. Without any say-so. I wonder if he takes a sleeping pill. Sometimes I've heard that about people when they take a sleeping pill. Really? They're like, they sleep awake. They sleep fuck? Well, like, <laughs> that is a specific scenario. But okay. they, like, act awake even though they can't remember anything. Okay. So, like, they're just like, yeah, I could have just, like, walked over to the store and gotten a loaf of bread, but I don't remember anything. Have a conversation and get a slice of pizza. I don't know why I keep inserting food in this. (laughs) You're hungry. Yeah, (laughs) I might be hungry. (laughs) Get some fried chicken out of the refrigerator. This hypothesis has some merit. He might take sleeping pills or... All billionaires are hopped up on drugs, right? A total freak. He, he could be because he's I mean, just not socialized. And I don't think he can control his impulses and he's a spoiled child. All other signs point to he's a total freak. So like, I'm not going to like argue for the yeah. pills. But all of these things add up and it just doesn't, it doesn't make sense that he would even be charming to her. Right. Like she's, or even that Courtney would be coming around trying to make this happen. Right. She Courtney's can do better. as hell. Yeah. Like she just she finds herself this. a little fuck boy. Uh-huh. I don't know why Courtney's all about it. He's kind of an idiot. Yeah. But I don't know. Christmas seems like she's, um, I don't know, maybe she's just read too many romance novels. Is there such a thing as too many? Yeah, I don't know. It just seems like she's, like, she's got this weird, like, I think if you read a certain type of story about a relationship, like, over and over again, that starts to seem appealing to you. And to me... yes. I haven't read enough of these for this to shit to be appealing. <laughs> like every single one of these, even when there's like even more character development, I'm just like, why are they attracted to one another? They're yeah. such weirdos. Yeah. So it seems like she's which just makes playing me a part. think good. They should have one another. She's just playing a part, though. You know what I mean? Oh, totally. She's never had a relationship before. She she's, says she's never had a boyfriend. She's never had sex. Yeah. She's like. Oh my God, she's just like, she still can't figure out why the fuck she was invited to the party. She hasn't figured out that she was like, she was there to be kidnapped. It takes her a long time to figure it out. And even though like... He basically has to spell it out for her. Yeah, and even though like, I've made up a room for you, you're not leaving tonight. She thinks, oh, there's work for me to do tomorrow. Like, that's a normal thing. Yeah, yeah, she's completely uh, deluded. All all she's qualified to do is put up Christmas decorations. Right? There's no work for you tomorrow, bitch. There's no work for you. <laughs> there's no work for you tomorrow. There's no room at the end. There's no work for you tomorrow. So just go home to the mall. Just you're being roomed. I'm sorry. <laughs> so well, she might be. I don't. Do you get the impression that she ever leaves the castle after 
the the goings on of the because this book, I mean, epilogues epilogues aside, it happens over the course of about twenty four hours. Yeah, it's a day. I don't believe she leaves the castle now. Okay, so I don't think so either. And so her boss, who sends her there, probably thinks she's dead. Yeah, it's true. She's like, whoops. The mall's thing. still open. Yeah, the mall's still open, and the Santa exhibit was going down anyway. So yeah. <laughs> it's the day after Christmas. They weren't going to need her till Easter. They so can we, replace her. We can find someone. We'll put out the ad tomorrow. It's yeah. fine. Anyway, so but what I was saying was that she, she's so naive. Like, she doesn't figure out until he spells it out for her that he had intentions of kidnapping her. Um, she, she... She says at one point, I don't know what I'm doing at this party, but I know I can make Mr. Grumpy happy here. And I was just like, yes. Okay, well, if like, she mean, you're getting if she off says, on this? Like, yeah. It seemed like it. It seemed like she's either really stupid and naive or she really wants the D or both. Hard Could be say. both. I mean, she was attracted to him instantly. And that, that makes a lot of things forgivable. I guess. There's, you got to... What are the things that would make all of this behavior forgivable? Okay, three things. He's rich. Mm-hmm. He's handsome. Yeah. Gives good head. Yes. This is like, you can just be, That's, you can literally be a kidnapper. Uh-huh, with no social skills. <laughs> you can literally plot to kidnap a woman to bear your heir. Uh-huh. As long as Plus you're the stalking. rich, handsome, and you give good cunnilingus. <laughs> Just rolls right off the tongue. I can't say it. <laughs> what is, how do you say it? Cunnilingus. Is, I think I'm adding in other letters. Cunnilingus? You're giving it a flair. I mean, I, I'm cool with it. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of cunnilingus. <laughs> he's, he's like... Oh God! Sex oh God. is so graphic. <laughs> it is, but he says he says that she tastes like cinnamon and honey, and I'm like, what? How did she? The cinnamon cunts. <laughs> oh my God! I I thought the same. I thought cinnamon cunt sounds like a donut you'd get in Portland. <laughs> Like a specialty <laughs> shop. We have friends in Portland. Tell us if that exists there. Tell us if there's cinnamon cunts. <laughs> so one, one another thing that I want to talk about is um, how completely absurd it is that he proposes to her um, within 24 hours of them meeting. He just like they have sex and she comes and then he just like slips a ring on her finger. Yeah, it's like right after she comes, she's feeling the wave after wave of electric hot pleasure pulses through every inch of her body. Of like her first orgasm, this by the way. This is probably her first orgasm. All right, so she's excited. She's like, you know, feeling the tingles. The last sentence of this chapter is, it is boozy an- hot chocolate's giving me the tingles. <laughs> Good. Yeah. That's exactly where I want you. Blah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, it isn't until I feel something slide onto my finger that I finally opened my eyes. This actually took me a second to, to get. Like when I, I'm did you like, think it was his butt? What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like kind of like, um, you know, I'm. I was, I was thinking it was like a sex thing. Like I was in that sort of like Christmas winter naivety, if you will. 
I'm just like, what did he slide under his finger? You know, it could have been a lot of things. His asshole, a yeah. condom to put inside of his asshole. I don't know. Never know. Um, I was just like, what is he sliding on? Oh, God damn it. There's a ring involved. Yeah. I'll also note that in his proposal, he says, I don't think I can give you the option to say no. I want you as my wife and the mother of my children because I've never met anyone I've wanted as much as I want you. And he also says, yeah, and he also says, I've wanted you for so long that it feels like I've been waiting forever. Okay, let's take a step back. He's been watching her on the mall security cameras since she started putting up the Christmas decorations. So this so long has been since Thanksgiving. Six weeks tops. I tops. Say. Yeah, I don't know. Like Ridiculous. sometimes the Christmas decor comes out like the day after Halloween. We'll give them seven weeks tops. Okay, okay. But still, I feel a very, I mean, just to bring back an earlier analogy, not to harp on it, but like he's, it's very, I want it now, Veruca Salt-ish. Oh, Because yes. like, he has some spoiled child tendencies for sure. I want all of her attention. Yeah, and he's just like... um it just seems he like he doesn't wait. have any concept of time. Like, you've been alone in this castle for all of his, like, life. Like, so true. Like, why, why, does, like, why does seven weeks feel like forever to you? Is that how much you fucking love her? Is that what we're supposed to be thinking? Uh-huh. It feels like forever? Or is it just that sitting in your room watching security footage for seven weeks is really damn boring? Yeah. It's been forever. I don't I'm care who's on that security footage. Right? I mean, that was his effort. He didn't hit Tinder. No. He just, like, hit the security footage and was like, that one. <laughs> Who's in my mall right the now? The busty elf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's an orphan? Even better, because nobody's father would let me do this. <laughs> True. She is, she's so primed as a target. Yeah, I mean, like, sort of if you're talking about, like, an easy, like, prey, this is it. Um, and then, he, like, the proposal is just, like, it is, like, I want you. I'm, like, it's, like... A confession of infatuation more so yeah. than anything else. Like, there's nothing personal about it because he knows nothing personal about her. But she goes with it. She says, I'll marry you and spend my life by your side. I love you, too. Gross. Right. She's like, they whether it's sane or not, I love the idea of you seeing me and having to have me. It feels romantic in a crazy stalker sort of way. Yes. I had no words for that. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was just, I was just uh. blown away. At the logic there. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, when they get a divorce, the judge is going to be like, how did you both not see this coming? <laughs> like, you met, and like that same day you got engaged, and then you had a baby. You know what? He probably, like, shipped in a priest before New Year's to get them married. You think that he shipped one in? Yeah, that's what I think happened. <laughs> On a ship. Yeah, he called FedEx. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. FedEx is good for so many things, Steph. I just want you to remember that. <laughs> you got it. I want you to remember that. And um, this, this choice line, every day is going to be Christmas now that I've stolen you. And then she says, you can't really steal what's willing to come along. And he says, just play along with me. It makes a better story if I kidnapped you. And I imagine him completely dead-eyed saying that. Go with it. Just go with it. She's just like, okay, well, right. when do I get to start, you know, decorating the children's rooms, I guess. Because she wants... Because I got to go bury babies. your heir. Mm. Babies. She does want those babies. So, okay, so 
Moral of the story, Christmas winter is foregoing her college education and marrying this mall tycoon. Conceivably, just because he fancied her for a couple... I mean, like, what's going to happen the next time he turns on the security footage next year and there's another busty elf? You never know. I will say, this is the first book that we've read that has, like, made a point of having a... um, like a, a like a like a big girl like a thick protagonist and like as a thick girl myself it's like she just the one guy who paid attention to her she's like yep that's the one I'm going <sighs> I mean he's really into her like the, you know that's great I don't feel like she's degraded at all for her weight her size no, her figure no. anything like that but it's also like uh, why she got to be so desperate and willing right I really felt like he came off as desperate. Like, she really could have leveraged True. that desperation. <laughs> you know, like, he's offering her marriage and a nice house, and he's like, I need to have you. And she's like, all right, well, how many what would zeros you is behind that I need to have you? What does this negotiation look like? What would you have gone for? Oh, my gosh. I mean, like, I want, I want <clears throat> horseback riding lessons. I want... Okay. You know, I want I want it on paper too. I don't want it, I want limited childbearing. Like I get a two year break from bearing your children mm. before I bear the next one. And we know that doesn't happen. No. So God, it's just all all of I it. imagine at the ten year epilogue that they've got like five kids. It doesn't say, but I don't think they're taking any precautions anytime. No, he's just jizzing up in it, yeah. making her cinnamon cunt cream filled. <laughs> Every is the icing on her cinnamon roll. (laughs) And um, it's just, it's, I don't know. Like, what would you leverage for a deal like that? He wants to room you. He's like, you know what? I'm looking at this situation and I'm going to leverage for like privilege of leaving the castle. That's good. Yeah. In a nice car. Yeah. Say that part. Yeah. In a nice car. In a nice car. Yeah. I don't want to be leaving in a fucking Honda Civic. <laughs> <laughs> leaving my mall tycoon husband's castle. Right. I, yeah. I just, yeah, I don't, I don't want to like, honey, you want to be a shut in? That's fine for you, but I need a different life. Right. They kind of say got, like that that's their dynamic. Like she's like the party hostess or whatever when they have their parties later on. The Once a line. year when they have their party. Right. But then I kind of wonder, like, is she, like, is she just sort of, like, the weird, like, wife that people are only there to sort of gawk at them and take bets at how long it'll take for them to steal away and <laughs> fuck each other during the party? Yeah, in the 10-year epilogue when they're, they think they're being so sly and she's like, I wore a sexy dress. And, like, this whole party, okay, so the first party that he throws is all just an elaborate scheme to get her at his house. Right. And I think that the parties that they throw thereafter have nothing to do with the other people. It's just like, ooh, we get to be naughty while there's people in the house. Yeah, it's a total like game for them, like a nostalgic little like thrill-seeking sex game. Yeah, it brings the spark back. With a bunch of human props, extras. Yeah, but 100%, there. I would go to the castle party and, and gawk at the... 
at the house and, and pretend I didn't notice that they come back all disheveled. While they're gone, I would probably load up that fancy buffet into the big purse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just like, yes. he, he made a comment like, like <laughs> looks like the buffet is going to be good. And I was just like, this has got to be the Midwest. If it's like a fancy right, fucking party and it's a buffet, it's like, what? Are they going to have macaroni there? <laughs> <laughs> if they do, 17 kinds in. of macaroni salad. Count me in. <laughs> I'll bring Tupperware in the papers. <laughs> bring in your, your holiday Tupperware. It better have some candy canes up on the side of the Tupperware. Obviously. <laughs> bring it, like, my husband would be like, Noel, again with the Tupperware. That macaroni <laughs> salad doesn't even keep. <laughs> but I'd be like, no, babe, I'll bring this it to is the why homeless. we come. This is why we come. It's why Ohio. we drive up the damn mountain. Right? It's snowy. <laughs> we could die. We're risking our lives for this macaroni. And... The intrigue. <laughs> the intrigue. <laughs> she, at one point, she's... It. I just want to stand at that party and gossip with you. That's really all that I want. That's my fantasy in this book. <laughs> we got to write, like, fan fiction of this book. Steph and Noel go to the Woods Mansion party. <laughs> at one point, <laughs> at one point, when they're stealing away, she's, like, playing along, and she's just like... Hun, we have a castle full of guests, which she's been <laughs> dreaming of saying since she was a little girl. Oh, for sure. We have a castle full of guests. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. This mm-hmm. bitch grew up in a duplex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah, the more we say Woods Mansion, the more I want it to be someone's hyphenated last name. Yeah. Mrs. Susan Woods Mansion. I mean, we've got Christmas light. Yeah. So yeah, she's Christmas light at this point, right. and her and her lovely daughter Noel light. <laughs> Every time. Can I just go off on a tangent about having a name that is Christmassy? I've been waiting. I have a Christmas name. In case you haven't made that connection, my name is Noel, which is akin to the song, the first Noel. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of Christmas decor all around. How much of a conscious decision was it to not have decor of your name all over your house? I mean, I think if I hadn't married a Jewish man, I would have decor of my name all over my house. But I, I'm barely getting away with the tree and the nativity scene. Fair. So, no, I actually used to like do like an Instagram thing every year where every time I'd see Noel, I would like put it on my Instagram and like with like Christmas song lyrics. Like I did it like one year and got stupid. But it's like they're <laughs> everywhere. Okay. Um, Just this one time in college. It was long after college. But okay, yeah. Um, and so anyway, all right. Instagram wasn't around when I was in college. I don't know. That's just an expression. I get it. Okay. I don't mean to attack you, Steph. Anyway, so you might be thinking, as many people think when they meet me, were you born around Christmas? And in fact, some people think that out loud. That's what they ask. Are you a Christmas baby? Born around Christmas? No, February 4th. I've never had my birthday guest because of my name. Yeah, Stephanie seems yeah. pretty ambiguous. Any month of the year. Any month. It's so August. Anyway, it's August if you're I keeping get, track. I get, yeah. Send she's, gifts. She's like exactly one and a half years younger than me. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so Noel being my, like I get people singing my name all year round thinking they're the most clever motherfuckers on the planet. (laughs) I get... I've never done that to you. No, I don't believe you have. No. But my entire life people have. And it's like, it's just, it's just a weird phenomenon. And so when I, 
we're reading this book about this woman named Christmas. I felt for her until I realized I hated her. And then I hated totally her. She totally buys into it. She loves it. She's yeah. the opposite of me. She's just like, I don't care when my birthday is. I'm Christmas all the year. Okay. So then, so then she, I hate her. I hate her throughout the whole book. And then she names her daughter Noelle. And her I was Christmas like, Eve baby. Kill me. Yeah. Kill me. I'm going to. Yeah, Christmas winter. Without well. even the dignity to have the umlauts over. No, there's no umlauts. It's just N-O-E-L, boring. Lamb. Boring. So anyway, so that's my rant about my name being a seasonal name. It's just, uh, it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's continue on from that point. Well, and they're at the they're at the 10-year epilogue party trying to keep things spicy. And this was something that I know we wanted to talk about. He, she's, she's wearing the sexy dress that she knows he like totally wouldn't have approved of. Mm-hmm. And, and they go into his office like they did when the night that they met mm-hmm. to get all sexy. Mm-hmm. And she's not wearing her underwear. Super hot, right? Super hot. But he's like, naughty girl, how dare you? That kind of thing. And it's like, oh, that sounds like sexy role play I guess but he keeps saying that he's angry about it and that he that she must be punished and he like pushes it a little bit too far to where you're just not really sure what's happening I what's your take on this I started to get uncomfortable like I first started thinking like oh it's cute sexy role play and then um it did start to get pretty uncomfortable like she's like apologizing she's like saying like oh I'm so sorry babe like you know i like I, I what if I promise I'll never do it again? And he's like, I can't let you get away with this. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Like this mm-hmm. is getting really weird. What is happening? Yeah. Even she also says, I'll make it up to you. I promise. I'll suck you off tonight. And he says, You like that just as much as I do. And I thought, mm, doubtful, doubtful, <laughs> doubtful. She might enjoy it. She, she might enjoy it. She might yeah. enjoy it not as much as he does. No, if it's as much as he does, she's not doing it right. Yeah. Like, he should enjoy it more than she I was does. Gonna, it took me a while to put those two things together, but yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean, but if you think about... But I think, again, that goes to, like, he has no concept of thinking of other people. Right. At all. At all. Or you could think of it as, like, um, I mean, she is really dumb as snow. Like, dumb as a box of rocks. Like, she could just be doing it wrong. And he's just like, I'm not going to have her suck me off tonight. She, she probably likes it about as much as I do. Like, <laughs> that could be the tone, you know? Even 10 years in, he, he's rich. He'd buy her lessons. Oh, true. I don't know. Long the horseback riding lessons, maybe. <laughs> they did it but, in old school. But here's the thing. So then, they, so then they fuck, and he says, like, as her, like, punishment, I guess, you'll walk around all night with my cum dripping out of you. And I'm like... That's a fucking liability. Someone could trip and fall. I hope they want a lawsuit. I come puddle on the floor. You know what? I would probably purposefully slip and fall in the cum. In the cum puddle. The cum puddle. <laughs> just, just so. I'm. You know what? I won't I've, let you. You have more dignity than that. I've hired an ambulance chaser before. I got a great <laughs> settlement from my car accident. I'd do it again. I do it again, Goldberg and Osborne. If you want to sponsor us, <laughs> I am dropping your name right now. 
<laughs> but that I would imagine they'd have a great time with this come slipping yeah. liability. Yeah. Not to mention the biohazard. Gross. Yeah. Okay, um, maybe I've, maybe I'm gonna back out. <laughs> You've thought con. about it. You've thought about it a little yeah, too much. I've given it some thought, and I've decided not to engage in this kind of con artistry. Well, I think that covers the story and then some, but we do need to talk about the smut. Gross. Oh, I was hoping you wouldn't say that. Uh, we had that's what we're smitten with. What we're smitten with smut. <laughs> I know, I know, <laughs> but it's like this smut. I think more than any other smut. Made me so uncomfortable. Was it because you hated the characters? Partially, but he was like talking a lot about uh, like sucking cream out of her. Oh, yeah. That line creeped me out. It was like, I know that, you know, the, the holidays is a time in which, you know, we're usually surrounded by desserts and that kind of thing. But between the cinnamon cunt <laughs> and sucking the cream out of her. Yeah. It's just... I, I mean, was, I, I think Homeboy just needs a pastry, really. Right. There was like, okay, I can hear the syrupy cream on her pussy lips as they open and let my cock glide between them. <laughs> I was like, that's disgusting. Okay, let's let's go back to the drawing board there. That should have gotten a rewrite, I feel like. Yeah. Well, before that they've even oh. touched each other, he's um he's in the shower jerking it and he thinks about her um taking a bath in the soaking tub across the way. Yeah. And he says, I imagine her thick thighs opening and the warm water tickling her secrets. <laughs> Which is... Oh, my the God. the third time that line's made me giggle. <laughs> well, because... Do you think about, like, she writes down secrets and stuffs them up her poon? <laughs> like, when you think about it, it is absurd. <laughs> Where she just whispers secrets to her vagina... <laughs> we both just did way too much to act out telling our vagina secrets. Okay. I mean, she can keep them, you know? She's not telling anybody. No, she's being roomed. <laughs> All right. Her legs begin to tremble and her sticky cream coats my cock. Fuck, she's taking my dick like a porn star and I grunt as I bottom out in her pussy. I have no words. I don't know. I don't like, know. Do, you, do you understand, listeners, why this makes me feel so uncomfortable to read? I'm just like, oh my God, I've re- read some, some, some graphics shit. In this, this. this is our 13th episode. I've read some stuff, okay? I've been some places with these books. But this stuff is just making me like beyond uncomfortable. Yeah. That's all I have to say, I guess. What are your thoughts? Well, there was... What are um, some things that you want to highlight? Well, you said the line before this, but uh, a continuation is, I want her fat pussy in my mouth. And I'm like, I just... I feel like if you said that out loud, she would be, like, pretty outraged. It's just, That's a... I don't... I'd have a difficult time taking that it get, as it a gets compliment. You, it gets you out of the mood pretty quick. Yeah, like, whoa, 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 what now? And that's the last time you've seen it. Thank right, you. Right, because, like, fat Bye-bye pussy... Now. All right, you can have a big fat ass. Some people are into that. Like, yeah. if you said, give me that big fat ass, I'd be like, yeah. All right. But big fat pussy, it fits just fine in my jeans. It's so fine. It's, it's not fat. <laughs> it's not, there's nothing. Like, what, what is that even? What is that even? So that was a, that, that took me out of it. And whoa, if she's whoa, a whoa. virgin, it shouldn't even be stretched out. 
Fair. Right? I don't know. Oh, there's also when they're they're in the kitchen, she's made her um, French toast casserole, which I don't know. This is clearly Midwest. French toast casserole. Like, yeah. That's, it is. Okay, yeah. Issue cleared up. Right. Um, we are officially in a suburb of St. Louis. We Nancy Drew that shit. Yeah. Uh, and they're starting to, like, get busy, and she, Christmas moans, fire. And he grunts in response. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm on fire, too. I need you so bad, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, no, there's actually a fire in the kitchen because apparently in the 10 minutes they're getting it on, she burnt the bacon. Yeah. Wait, so there's bacon in the French toast casserole or it was on the stove? There was bacon on the stove. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She was cooking it too hot. Right. I don't know. Like, turn off the burner before... It's pretty quick. Yeah. Pretty quick a number. And then just get up on that D. Yeah, I don't and know. That, and he compares himself to a wild animal there. I think He's just really not socialized. He did not call, at all. No, he called it her opening one time. Okay. Which I was a throwback to the first book that we oh, read. Oh, yeah. And her... Part of her... Uh, monologue her narration i should be shy but all i feel is right as i spread my legs wider to give him what he wants girl don't worry about any should be do what you do want what feels good you're having sex i know we've spent the last hour talking about how creepy he is and how she should not do this but like also don't don't be judging yourself well, in the don't, moment don't be like don't feel shy just because no, no, that's no. the demure thing to do you should feel Please. shy because he's a creep you shouldn't feel shy. You should feel terrified. You, yeah. Okay. Fair. Yeah. It shouldn't be <laughs> shyness that's overcoming you. It should be terror. Yeah. It should be. It should be terror. Oh, when he says my cock is too demanding and he needs to be fed. <laughs> like, this sounds like your friend who you're out with, and he's like, Ah, I can't stay out late tonight, guys. I got to get home and feed my cock. Right. Yeah. We were just talking about like annoying pet owners. It kind of sounds like he's an annoying cock owner. Yeah. Like, got to go feed my cock. We (laughs) get it, Nick. You got to go feed your cock. But then you think about like, like penises by and large look like, like if you had to, um, if you had to compare it to the animal kingdom, snake. Sure. Obviously. Or eel. In any case, feed a snake. By land or by sea. <laughs> feed a snake something. You think about like feeding the cock, like feeding the cock like a, a live mouse or something. No. It's <laughs> like, think about that. And he's like, <laughs> so there's that. There's, I mean, there is a lot of smut for the, given this is a short story. It's just like, it's I just. Nice. And, and by, by the end of it, by um, the 10-year epilogue, there's just, like, there's no metaphors left. It's just, the pulses in her pussy pull my own cum out of me as my balls draw up, as my semen starts to pump inside of her. Yeah. It's like, they're past the romance. It's just getting down to business. Oh, yeah. He's just straight up pumping it in her because he needs pumping. another heir. I feel like he just doesn't want to leave his children in the same position he was in to be the sole heir. Oh, that could be. Already pregnant. Merry Christmas. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Epilogue one. I'm already pregnant. Merry Christmas. <laughs> the tone in which you say that really, really makes a huge difference in narrative. <laughs> oh, I just feel bad. Like she's already pregnant. They have a one year old. 
and she's pregnant again. Yeah. I know you can turn it around faster than that, but, but like, oof. I'm just like, man, like she's, she can't possibly be getting any sleep at night. You wonder, <laughs> wonder why I'm so screwed up. My mother was sleep deprived from the moment I was conceived because my brother was only three months old at that time. Wow. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. It's like a lot of like chaos that makes me the way I am. Explains a lot. It does. Now we solved another mystery. Nancy Drew times two. <laughs> I think that, uh, does that wrap up our episode? I think just about, yeah. I think it does. I think it does. This was a terrible read. Wouldn't recommend. <laughs> but it's but a really fun episode. You to, know what? Say. So I enjoyed like, reading it because it was so dreadful and so problematic and so many character flaws. It makes for a fun review. And it's quick. It's quick. Just like sex with Nick. <laughs> and with that, Merry Christmas to all. And to all, a good Hanukkah. If you liked what you heard, and we hope you did, check us out at www.smittenwithsmut.com or like us on Facebook. We will update our website with what we're reading, what we're drinking, and other adventures in Smutland. Thanks for listening. <laughs>